Hi, this message is for the wheel nerds, Todd and Chuck. We're going to file an injunction against you. It's going to be $2 million per infringement. You guys got three infringements. If I were you, I would take it off the Internet immediately. Immediately. If you don't take it off the Internet, I'm going to tell you guys, I'm promising you, I'm going to sue your asses. Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 174. I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. <laughs> God damn it. Chuck? <laughs> Chuck, are you are you all right? No. You you you, you came by looking kind of down, and and I'll be honest, you, you look like shit. What's, what's wrong? I, I didn't get on my creatine today. That's it. Oh, you freaking meatheads. The bar EBR's out of business again. Wait, what? I know, right? Record screech. <laughs> EBR is out of business again. You just cleared out the garage space to buy one. I, yes, I did have garage space to buy one. Oh, man. I even had a deposit down to buy one. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, so you, do, oh, dear. Yes. So now you have your deposit back to put on a different thing, huh? Yeah, yeah. I was going to buy one of the new Black Lightnings, mm -hmm. so I put a deposit down yeah. back in uh, November. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So Apparently, was, that's not going to be a thing, huh? That's not going to be a thing. When the news hit today, it was just kind of floating around. When, it was floating, when, and I was hoping it was a, a, a fake. Yeah, it was a press release that uh, everyone started to just copy from one site to the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I sent an email to the dealer I was I was working with, and mm -hmm. he's like, "Let me check. I haven't heard anything." Comes back, he's like, "Yep, it's a thing." Uh, or more accurately, not a thing. Uh, so, oh man, my guess is this: the big full court press they were doing at IMS was to try to drum up investment. Yeah. And, and uh, I guess it, it didn't, didn't work. Didn't happen. Yeah. Oh man, that sucks. Ah, oh, it sucks so hard. That's just a guess. <sighs> yeah, God I mean, we're already seeing other people saying, "Ah, I told you so." Oh yeah, they yeah. were just doing this to get rid of bikes. Yeah. If that's you know the case, they did a lousy job because now they gotta give me back my money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. I expect another crop of SXs and RXs to go on fire sale. Oh, man. Another group of burn dealers. Oh, God. Oh. It's so weird, because just last month they announced, you know, they were partnering up with Freedom Road to do financing. Yeah. They were adding dealers. That's yeah, so weird. They, you know, they just, like, literally got done adding a dealer from Dallas IMS. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, the, Eric's been doing the dog and pony yeah, show, he's been walking around, you know, hitting the hitting the bricks, you know, yeah. beating the bushes. What? Uh, oh man, it is, uh, I it's wonder really what. Really disappointing. I, I mean, I, I'm assuming it's the money dried up, but I guess they were. It didn't really seem like they were at the point where they would be expecting to make much money yet at this point. Right. Well, I mean, you know, logically, you'd need to you know be selling some bikes for a couple of years to start mm -hmm. grinding it back to motion. You know, and when I reserved my bike. Um, I got an email back from one of the guys, and he's like, you know, did your order come through a dealer, or did it come through the web thing? Because I don't see it in our web queue. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, it's through the dealer. He's like, oh, all right, good. I just I want to make sure you got it, because we're running out. Okay. <laughs> so. Fair enough. I, I don't know. Oh, man. It's, it's, I just feel really bad for Eric. I do, too. 
I mean, you know, you could hear it in his voice when we talked to him, how, like, how, how much, much it, it meant to him. Meant to him, exactly. Both, like, in the real world and emotionally. Yeah. He, oh, he mentioned several times he was, like, all tied up and, mm-hmm. and money-wise for this. And, and he's just such a nice, decent guy. You want to see him succeed. Well, and the bike is so friggin' cool. The bike is really cool. You know, some of some of the racy people I, I'm I'm friends with on Facebook are like, "Oh well, and you ride one, that Um You know, but uh, yeah, man, I just no, I, it's cool as hell. I'm, really, cool I'm bummed. Hell. I'm super bummed. I'm bummed. I mean, like I said, I'm bummed for Eric. He's just yeah, one of the nicest, decentest guys I've talked to, and it just it's like he can't catch a break on that. No, he can't catch a break with the market. No. I just, uh, I don't know. It, I, it's weird because this is the second one in right. a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And they always go in threes. So, you know, that's on who's next. Mm, Gucci. <laughs> Gucci. <laughs> I hate to say it, but Gucci. Yeah. No. Reality check. It's always Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> everything is a grade. Everything is a grade. How's everything? It's not so great. Not so great. <laughs> <laughs> We have to go. <laughs> I got to got to go now. Uh see you later. So I don't know, man. It's just and I was thinking like last week when you know we were going over our, our potential guest list wants. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking it'd be kind of cool, you know, we've talked to Eric twice now. Mm-hmm. It would have been kind of cool to get the guys from Liquid Asset mm-hmm. who are running the business side of Eric. Yeah, yeah. And get them on and have them talk about, you know, here's here's how we're going to make this a thing. How it's not a thing now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's just so depressing. It's, uh, it's really a bummer. It's maddening. It really is. I it mean, totally is. Because like, well, and honestly, for me, it's like I, I it puts me back in my space again where I was. I'm like, if I sold the Strom, what would I buy after it? Buell, or I don't know. There's nothing else that's that attractive. Uh, you know what does it for me? An FZ. Yeah, yeah, it maybe an FJ. It doesn't got have the 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 horsepower of an mm-hmm. of an EBR, sadly, mm-hmm. or even my turbo sprint. Yeah, but it was fun to ride. Yeah, yeah and it, yeah. it's a kick in the pants. Yep, it's a bleeding heck. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> no, no, it's not working. But uh, I mean that that seemed like that was that was a hoot. Mm-hmm. And I could get behind a bike like that. Yep. Yeah, and hopefully we'll see more of those kind of fun things like that. I just, I'm still so, ah, uh, just. And, and, and in my mind, you know, that's that's it. Mm-hmm. You you know, you burn dealers twice like that, that's. Oh, yeah, no, this is this is the. This that's is the, it. No, I mean, if I'm a dealer, I mean, Eric's the greatest guy in the world, and he has the hypnotoad effect, but if I'm a dealer, like, this is, you know, so if I take you on, is this going to be a thing? Yes. <sighs> Here's the thing. Yeah. I, it just, <laughs> it's I, not. Uh, I just don't. I don't see how you can come back from this mm-mm. with that name, with the EBR name. No, as no. much as that kills me to say. No, and and you know, I could see, I could see a new, th- a new thing, another a new, new thing, with a new name, like maybe if he goes back to doing the speed race shop kind of thing. Yeah, something like that. I mean, I, I could know. see, I could see something with the the, the concept sounded right. You know, mm-hmm. him building completely kick butt bikes and somebody running the business and letting him be an engineer, you know, doing the thing he really is. Right. And, and you you got to think going into it, they they had to know it. It was a few years out. 
Right. I mean, logically, there was no, there was no way a tiny little boutique company making you know, let's be honest, not just boutique, but like seriously boutique. Bikes. Yeah, they were only like, talking about you got to mean it to have one of those. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I just something must have happened mm-hmm. unexpectedly to liquid asset. Yeah, it was either something unexpected or it was some, like, you know, here's the cutoff at which if thing X doesn't happen, then, you know, boom. Hey, I, I got to think it, it's tight. I don't buy the theories that this was how they were going to liquidate EBR. Yeah, why would they we'll have... push bikes out. Because you got to recertify well, the bikes. There's a lot of money you got to put into that. Yeah, and why, why would they bother with the Black Lightning at all? Yeah, why yeah, why announce context. a new model? Yeah. Why tease a sub-10,000 model? Why do any of that? Yeah. Other than, you know, you oh, well, we want to give the show that it it's a full motorcycle company, and we're just waiting to yank the rug out. It's an awfully but you got pour money into expensive it. show. Yeah, yeah. you got to pour money. Going to IMS ain't free. Uh-uh. A booth was non-cheap. Yeah, so it doesn't make sense to me that they would do it. If they were going to yeah. liquidate it, they'd liquidate it like you liquidate anything. Yeah, you just, just freaking sell it. Yeah, sticks price labels and everything, and there you go. Yeah. So huh. I think uh, they were tying a lot to mm-hmm. what they could get out of IMS. Yeah. And it just didn't, it didn't show up for them. Yeah. Because they've always said, you know, we're looking for partners, financial partners. We're looking mm-hmm. for other investors. We're yep. looking for someone else to help with this. Sure make this be a thing stay a thing yeah i think ims was just was there they were the big push they were rolling it yeah Mm -hmm. that was their that was their basket with the eggs yeah now that completely blows that blows so fucking hard i cannot i just i can't yeah i just can't oh by the way i'd like to say hi to zach hi zach hi zach so I'm at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. I just got out of the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. My brain isn't working. Right, right. And I go over to get, pick up some chink, chicken enchiladas because mm-hmm. that's what I do. And literally, I don't know what happened. You're me. You're standing there. You're looking at chicken enchiladas. You're thinking mm-hmm. I need protein. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden. Hey, Chuck. <laughs> close talker. No, not so much close talker. Just right there. All of a sudden, not, one <laughs> second, nothing. <laughs> Next second. Hey. He just comes up from behind a frozen burrito. He came from behind. <laughs> he came from behind. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hi. Hi, person I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> and he's like, dude, you know, I saw your lift the other night. That was really good. Okay. <laughs> what are you, what are you Dramatic know? pause. Is he still riding that one bike, man? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's so weird because he just keeps talking to me mm-hmm. in these sort of vaguely familiar vaguely familiar sentences and i'm just like who's this who's this who's this and i finally i I just i just fly out and i'm like who are you he's like it's me zach who dat (laughs) who who dat he's like you know i'm sending some messages on the show oh yeah (laughs) good to meet you (laughs) hello fine sir (laughs) Yeah, that's got to be really. I, I've still never. I've never been. I've never been ambushed by a listener. Yet. When he told me his last name, I recognized it from okay. our, our, our messages and okay. stuff. But up until that point, where he's just like, "I'm Zach, and I want to wear your skin." <laughs> yeah, like, Do I owe you money? <laughs> did I did I piss you off at work? But I'm here to serve a summons. 
Yeah. Are you just checking to see am my ex-wife suing me for something? Are you making my day bad? I don't understand. We're in a crowded supermarket. I feel relatively safe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, my kidneys aren't in great shape. Don't take one. I don't. It was just. It was weird. It was kind of. It was cool meeting him. It was very cool, uh-huh. but it was. It was kind of weird. Yeah. Because it's the second time I've noticed in this year, mm-hmm. 2017, that someone who listens to our show will just start talking to me like they know me, <laughs> like they like we're old friends. I literally had one guy stop and was like, "You know what? I've listened to like a hundred hours of you guys. I just thought I knew you." <laughs> I'm like, listeners, let let us, we 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 can't hear you talking back. <laughs> just just so we're clear. <coughs> We, we can't hear you right now. And I have a lot of social anxiety mm-hmm, and stuff. Mm-hmm. So just someone popping up out of nowhere mm-hmm. and being like, hey, Chuck. Fuck yeah, Eric. <laughs> Not stolen. <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking, uh, I'm looking around for my girl. I'm just like, help. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a big. <laughs> it's fun. It's weird. It's it's like a variation on the uh, the MSF instructor thing. Once mm-hmm. you've taught for like two three years, the number of students who know you and for for whom you were a person, mm-hmm. you know, like I, like all my students are people and I love them all. I totally don't remember all their names. I barely remember any of their names. Like one comes up to you a year or two later. And oh, like, yeah. Dude, you were like the best teacher. All the freaking time. <laughs> hey, Don, how you doing, man? Like, and my assumption now, my automatic assumption, random ass person comes up to me. who, And, you know, sometimes there's like this person is vaguely familiar and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Okay, automatic assumption now is just like must have been in one of the classes. See, I don't have that. Yeah. I I I'm just like, you don't know what they look like. Did I piss you off because I cussed at work? Because there's a lot of those people. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he seems friendly. I don't understand. I'm so confused right now. And you know, I and I've I've added a lot of our listeners to my just my Facebook friends thing. Mm-hmm. So you know, they see my feed. They mm-hmm. see my so you know, he's like, yeah, I saw you do that thing, and it was cool. Thumbs up. <laughs> I'm like awkward pause. Yeah, awkwarder pause. That guy followed by who this. <laughs> Yeah. New phone, who dis? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, hello to Zach. Hi, Zach. Thank you for listening. Thank you for not being too freaked out by me acting awkward. And truth be told, I always act that awkward. Chuck is pretty much awkward. I'm an awkward person in person. Classified, classified, classified. Classified. We need like a little theme bumper Class- for classified. Do, 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 classifieds. Well, if you undo the banjo, I can try something over there, but uh, it's not tuned. It'll take me a minute. Maybe we can just go to Fiverr and have a guy do it uh-huh. for yeah. like five bucks. Could do. Yeah. Could do. Maybe we can Maybe we can get like Julie's Quartet to do something. <laughs> with, we like, still need to harmonies. do the dick song. <laughs> yeah, we're still waiting on the dick song from them. I, uh, I right. told them I told them they could then use it in their performances, but for some reason a trio of four award winning doesn't want to award winning award winning. That's all I gotta trio. say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd get a Tony. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right. What, so that? first what's in our first? classifieds, a motorcycle front tire one ten eighty R nineteen. Ooh, hey, the the strong uses that. What? I could use that. Uh, motorcycle front tire one ten eighty R nineteen, like new off a twenty thirteen DL six fifty, comes with rim. <laughs> and well, strictly speaking, that is true. The rim is there. Wait, let's take a closer look. The the, the rim is there. Where are the 
aren't, conspicuously missing. Aren't there supposed to be spokes of yes, some sort? Yes, there are. There's supposed to be spokes in a hub in the middle yeah. of this wheel. But in fact, what has happened is there is now a tire attached to the outer rim with the spokes snapped to the fuck off. <laughs> so, you know, when I first looked at this, I didn't even know there was a rim. Yes. I just assumed the rim was somewhere oh, no. else. No, the rim, the rim is right there. Wow. I wonder if it's still under pressure. I, I think, think so. I think yes. How did this happen? Um, How does that happen? Really, really... Not on purpose, I mean. No. I, I'll, Someone did this on purpose? A lot of lateral force on the wheel. You know what this is? What? Angry ex-girlfriend. Could be. I was thinking maybe, like, somebody tried to, like, undo a lock or something? But that doesn't a make wheel? any sense, because why would you lock a spoke? Right? Angry, angry ex-wife. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, angry ex-wife. Yeah, and the confusing part is, like, I would expect the rim part, the outer rim part, to be bent all to hell if it was a really big crash. Uh-huh. This no, is, this, this is, looks okay. This is deeply confusing, someone, is what this is. Someone did this on purpose. Yeah. Someone had an idea. So, I Angry could ex-wife. Be. Could be. <laughs> That's Angry ex-wife, angry ex-husband. I'm just, you can see where it's bent, where it just like, got smashed out of there. Uh-huh. You know, that's those... those you know they talk all the all the all the ADV guys. Oh, Mr. Adventure says you have no spokes wheels. You no good spokes. Cast wheels. Cast so weak. Break and weak. Break when Except I've I've been cast wheels a lot, and then, a they're great because you don't have to adjust them, and tubeless. b they're freaking bulletproof, man. Tubeless. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, someone someone went after this with actual Some, bullets. This thing, <laughs> I and I don't think bullets would work. <laughs> Bullets would not make enough force. Big bullets, a book, like, like a freaking like BMG, a, like a, like an Avenger <laughs> off of like an A10. This like, is a like this guy. This guy. You know what? You know what happened is this. This came off the bike of someone who got you know. So there's this A10 pilot named Steve. Okay. And uh, you know Steve's Steve's lover was in a bar, and the owner of this DL. Kinda, said something. You know, said something, the wrong thing. Uh-huh. And they left the DL out, and then the, the A-10 just swoops down one day and just... <laughs> and that's how the middle came out. Steve had enough time Steve. to drive back to the base. Motherfucker, here I come. He's texting... Stay there. His significant other. Distract him. Keep him there. Keep him there. Keep talking. Keep talking. What was that? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> no, I... I <laughs> and then Steve is high-fiving all the other pilots <laughs> all the way home. <laughs> Verbally high-fiving. Mm-hmm. Just, uh... Because he's like, look, wheel. So here's... Nothing the, but wheel. <laughs> so here's the, here's the part which I am baffled by. Mm-hmm. Now what? You gotta get that off the rim. How? <sighs> you could... Yeah, could you clamp it down to a wheel changer? Um, I suppose you could. If you you'd have to speed, you'd have to clamp it in a wheel changer. But the, have... I guess you, if you had a wheel changer that was the, where the center post mm-hmm. attached to itself, as opposed to went through the hub of the wheel to help hold it, that could work. You'd have to like or clamp, you know, clamp down the sides, or yeah. take a maybe very carefully with a sawzall cut the wheel up. <laughs> yeah, which then you'd ruin the tire. Is the thing? Would it? If you're real careful, or is it, how far is the bead in there? Uh, the bead's down in, like the, so where yeah. the where the where the edges are, where mm. the, you can see the, the square edges. That's the bead. So you'd that's have to okay. So if you could get the bead broken, 
Yeah, if you get the bead broken, you, you could, could probably clamp it onto a tire changer and just, it would suck. It would be like all irons all the time. Yeah. And you might be able to get it off. Maybe get, uh, break, break the bead and get a... You just have to be really careful because those edges are going to be like razor sharp. You could, <laughs> maybe you could get a saw blade in between the tire and no, the wheel. No, 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 you wouldn't put anything, don't put anything sharp in there. I suppose, yeah, I suppose you the bead was off. Yeah, you could, you could cut it. And you then, could cut it. But then you have to bend the rim. Yeah. And you have razor ass sharp rim everywhere. Well, this wasn't made to be convenient. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you make an excellent point. We're not looking at something that someone does every day. So, someone's like, you know what would be really useful is if I just take the hub and I just break it the fuck out. <laughs> Let's do that. That's a good plan. Because fuck my life. Like new, except for the rim. <laughs> rim, not no, like new. Not so new. Not so new. It, maybe it's a transparent hub. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, it's, it's custom. Okay, so here's a here's a cool cool one. Mm-hmm. It's a Suzuki GS450. Mm-hmm. This is a GS450 for a thousand dollars. I bought it last year as a project bike. I wanted to turn it into a cafe racer. Mm-hmm. Don't have the time anymore. It runs, has new brake and back. Sorry, I have bad pick on there. I will get you a better one. That's the best pick he had on there. Mm-hmm. And he's also selling his cafe bars, I think. Uh, Subrosa handlebars. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the best pick he has is a blurry-ass cell phone pick. Don't know what year this is. Don't know how many miles it has. No, no, no. Don't know anything about it other than it runs. Well, you know, uh, it... uh, It runs. uh, My other favorite part about it is that he's missing some of his phone number. (laughs) Uh, No, no, I did that. Oh, okay. I, I was... I. I just was feeling nice and thought I should blur that out. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yes, but that that's spectacular. A GS yeah. 450. A GS 450. Yes. For $1,000. For $1,000. He's, He's not a trap. He's awful proud of that thing. <laughs> not a trap. <laughs> Pro tip, the GS 450 was not the nicest of the GS series. If someone offers to sell you one for $1,000, you say no. Well, you know, you put Suzuki GS 450 in the headline, uh-huh. and then you think to yourself, I better make sure people know this is a GS450. Right. This right. is a GS450. <laughs> well, sure, you know. I mean, because sometimes no. you put in the headline GS450, and then down there you're like, well, this is a Honda Dream. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how many times has that happened to you? Ah, uh, yeah. EBR1190SX. Yeah. And then down in the thing, it's, this is a shitbag Ninja yeah. 250. Okay. Yeah. Fair point. Speaking of which, my nephew has got the motorcycle bug. Uh-oh. He's like, what do I do? I'm like, go take a class, see if you like it. If you like it, let's talk, because we can, you know, get a shitbag bike. Shitbag Ninja 250. So he's like, yeah. Uh, so there's this bike at, like, the random, random-ass random bike parked in the restaurant up by BYU Stadium across from him. Okay. And it's a shitbag Ninja 250. Okay. It's not <laughs> my old one, is it? <laughs> I, you know, I'm not 100% sure, actually. Like, it looks a lot like your old one. <laughs> I was going to ask you if there are any, like, the, the fairing is clearly had smashed a shit up on the top part. Um, but uh, are there any identifying marks on your old one that I could use to tell if it is, in fact, your old one? Um, it has, it used to have really the flush blinker pods instead of the stock pods. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, okay. I can't remember. Oh, uh, across the, uh, the, um, the engine cover, mm-hmm. there's, there's like some big scratch marks. Mm hmm. Like two or three in parallel. Mm-hmm. That's all I can remember. Okay. All right. I was just, I was just curious because I'm looking at him like, that looks a lot like Chuck's. And some random ass college student 
It's yellow? selling it. It's yellow. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. You know, yellow. Okay. Yellow, the same two-tone yellow jobber. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's How suspicious. How much does he want for it? Uh, looking for like a thousand. Like, doesn't run because there was water in the gas. I'm like, A, calling bullshit on that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> doesn't run because there's water in the gas. Certainly not because it sat in a fucking parking lot next to a restaurant for a year. Not, not because it sat in an impound lot. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> heavens, no. <laughs> for an indeterminate Lord, amount of time. No. <laughs> No, sir. Oh my. Yeah. So it was funny. I was, I was like, I was really wondering. I'm like, is this Chuck's old one? I I am everywhere now in Salt Lake. Yeah. Of my, yeah. Crazy Chuck's penchant. Crazy Chuck's used bikes are everywhere. Speaking of Ninja 250s, ooh, a Kawasaki Ninja 250 for twelve hundred dollars. Uh huh. It's in Daytona, folks. You can get it today. <laughs> Hello, I have a Kawasaki Ninja 250 for sale. Well, yes, that would we be see. the point of the. It is very unique, and this is how <laughs> just how I bought it. <laughs> you were stolen from. <laughs> would be great for someone to le- learn on or just get around town. The carbs need to be cleaned. That's not all. <laughs> Clean title in my name. Let Doubt me that. know if you have any questions. Thank you. I have questions about the title. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question about the Ninja 250. Specifically, where is the rest of it? <laughs> This Ninja 250 appears to be missing a few notable things, like the entire fairing. Yep, there is no... The rear subframe. There is no plastic. It's chopped. It's a cafe cafe I, I, ninja. I kind of think that's what somebody tried to do. Hey, that's what he was going for. They went for the, the naked Ninja 250. It looks horrible as it. It, it looks terrible as it. It looks really terrible. Was, this is a bike who was meant to be covered up. This, um, uh, yeah. And my favorite part about it, then, is the tank. And the exhaust are dented all to hell. Yep. This like, bike has like been very sleepy. Brutally dented. This bike is sleepy. This bike has seen things. <laughs> <laughs> things that would chill you. It, uh, wow. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. That looks so bad. Yep. Oh. This isn't even... And they want $1,200 for it. But it's street legal. Carbs need to be cleaned. Clean title. Slightly dented. Carbs need to be cleaned. Which is... which? Let's be honest. What, what's carbs need to be cleaned code for? Bike runs like shit, or yeah. not at all. Yeah, you know, he 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 does not make the claim that it runs. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Would be great for someone to learn on, or just to get around town. Except for the fact that you know the it doesn't run. The cars need cleaning, and also you can't carry anything <laughs> because there is no rear subframe. That's why you wear a backpack. The rear subframe has been awkwardly cut off no no one could get on as a pass no girls are jumping on this bike at a stoplight uh no <laughs> my favorite part about it too is that it has no rear fender and no rear subframe and it's in florida do you know what it does in florida every afternoon what it rains oh yes okay then whoever rides this bike is going to have a really funny stripe up their back yeah <laughs> Twenty six thousand miles, it says. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, you know the backpack you wear to carry anything on this bike. Oh yeah, you have like a poncho over it. Yep, kind of thing. It will yeah. protect you. Okay, from yeah, that makes sense. Stuff. <laughs> if you can get one that covers your your head completely, because mm-hmm. whoever's wearing this is probably not wearing a helmet. Yeah, yeah, but they don't want to be seen on it. Exactly, they don't want to be seen. No, no, no one wants to be seen on this. Uh, here's something nicer. Oh, good. Yes, yeah, something nice. What the actual? Whoa! This is a custom Honda Ruckus because we haven't seen one of these in a while. It's been a bit. GY6 for sale for sixty-seven fifty. Wow! Almost seven thousand dollars, sixty-eight hundred dollars for this thing. Custom Honda Ruckus, less than one thousand miles since rebuild. GY6 Yoshi pipe, shortened frame. 
12-inch Ruckhouse wheels, Makoa harness, light bar, lots of chrome plating from handlebars, stem, motor mount, gas tank cover, frame splitter, and much more. Gets lots of attention. Too much more to list. Wow. 6800 bucks. So this thing is this is intense. This is uh You got the stretch ruckus in the back, so you're pretty pretty standard in that regard. Uh-huh. What I can't figure out is the headlight. This headlight has like this weird like Cylon face, you know, like evil robot face. Kind of looks like that well the headlight's down below it, right? Oh, I so see. he's yeah, got just like it. a that chrome like a little Cylon face. Chrome, yeah. chrome skull. Chrome skull. It still looks like a chrome silent face. That's all I can see. Yeah, it's it's definitely that shaped. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the headlight's like this LED light below it. So mm-hmm. that's like a headlight cover for something else, and he thought it looked good? Uh, could be, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I, I got to commit, I don't get the whole custom ruckus thing. I just, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Because you did think of the custom bikes and how they're, mm-hmm. they're, you know. So there's custom bikes you can ride, and there's custom bikes that you just, like, look on. Yeah. Right? A custom ruckus is not a big investment. I guess. And look at the ridiculousness you can get up to with them. $6,800 feels like a lot for that, for to do that, Well, to, to get that. You know, um, you don't, look, you don't buy this because you're trying to be efficient, right? Or, you don't buy this because you're trying to, you don't understand. Do you, do you buy you're it? You're old and lame. Do you buy it to and go places? So you buy it to... To go places? Uh, very... Far? Close places. <laughs> I have groceries I need to buy. Oh, yeah. No, you, no, you can't put groceries on there. Metamucil's not buying itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that you little tiny Yoshi pipe, man. <laughs> it's a little Yoshi pipe. <laughs> Does it really? Does it make it go fast? Does it do anything? Fast. <laughs> well, as you know, the ruckus engine is totally choked down by nature. You okay. Know? Yeah, you know so, they're just they're just that 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 forty nine cc four stroke power plant. They're just, just robbing power from that. They're shit. just it's just waiting to be stupid unleashed. government and their smog thing is just waiting to be unleashed but, uh, in the world, untamed mm-hmm. like a wild wild house cat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> I just don't get it, man. <laughs> I'm I, you know I. I as a customization platform, it makes a lot of sense because it, it is open and you can get to all the things, right? There's okay. No, there's no, okay. like, you can't get around the factory freaking cowl. See, Groms make more make sense to me because those are still bikes. Yeah. yeah. Those are still motorcycles. Those still seem more ride-worthy, road-worthy to mm-hmm. me than, than, I mean, if Dude, you Dude, this is a bike which, which at maximum speed, wide fucking open on a ruckus. Yeah. You could maybe go 35. Yeah, see, this is... Maybe. The, a ruckus is the thing I picture you get because you live on campus. Uh-huh. It's the thing you get because you live in Key West. This is because you are rolling deep on Key West, <laughs> is what this is. So this is someone's way to show how deep they roll. Yes. And like, and by deep, we mean like as close to the road as possible. <laughs> So when you stop at the stoplights and the honeys see you, uh-huh. they walk along beside you to your house? Well, in fairness, they they do that when you're moving, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all that extra stuff adds weight. Yeah, right? it's just, you know, they stroll casually next to you? Yeah, or? possibly at a fast walk once you get up to speed. Like, I don't think this thing could carry the system necessary to, to do the fat beats. Ooh, that is a problem. Yeah, where would where would you even put the fat beats? Maybe the fat beats are behind the silent head. Maybe that's a speaker housing. And so he's just projecting fat beats forward. 
Well, that's how they know you're coming. Because yeah, <laughs> there's no listen, other way. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. Do you hear that? <laughs> and when he stops at a light, he isn't producing enough power for the beats. <laughs> 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 I don't think it would spool that spool back up that fast. <laughs> you know, you could you could put like a car alternator. He's kicking with his wheel, his feet. He's kicking with his feet. He's Fred Flintstoning that. Could be no beats, no beats. Beats will not wait for that. Bike. Alas, but there's better. There's better. There's a what? There's a Honda QA50. I don't know what this is. I. Don't know either. Honda QA50 does not run. At the least hell he's you say. Honest. Good to restore or parts. Has good tank with it. There is no tank in the picture. Not pictured. <laughs> $150 OBO collar text. So this is some sort of little, like, vaguely pit bike-like thing? No idea. This is in Alabama. Yeah, it's in Alabama. It's, it's conspicuously lacking a tank or a seat. It looks like, to me, a sawhorse frame mm-hmm. with some wheels. It does, actually, <laughs> now that you mention it. Yeah. I, yeah. I could cut lumber with this on uh-huh. this thing. Yep. yep. <laughs> that is all it is, is a frame with some wheels. I think you're right. And the semblance of a motor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A vaguely motor-shaped That does thing. not run. No, don't be ridiculous. I would be surprised if there were parts inside of that motor housing. Oh, I'm sure there are parts inside. Whether they're attached to each other still is another question altogether. I think there's a nest. <laughs> you, you, you kick it over once, you're like, and you hear, zzz. You're like, huh, that's weird. It, it buzzed. It's, you kick it over again. And the bees come out. <laughs> the bees. The bees. <laughs> oh, no, not the bees. The beast! I'm my eyes! My eyes! Ah! How does this keep happening to me? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there you go. That's that's custom. That's <laughs> custom. Beats. That's custom. Bees with beats. Now our guest tonight actually does do customs, and he does nicer customs which do not involve bees. Uh, but they probably would if you asked them. Probably true. All right. So we're on with Chris and Rebecca from Boxer Metal. Chris, Rebecca, how's it going, guys? Going well. Great. So, Chris, How the bleeding heck are you? Fantabulous. <laughs> we just finished date night, a little bit of food, glass of wine or so, and now we're ready. you're talking to us. That, that's date night with wheel nerds. That's a uh, sad story. Uh, you're going to have to work this one off, aren't you? <laughs> no. Super sad story. <laughs> Only that's your view. To us, it's a great story. Yeah. <laughs> So for those so for those who aren't familiar with Boxer Metal, they're a custom shop in California who does really cool sidecars. Uh, I found Chris because I saw him on Claude's Facebook page and started cyber stalking him just a little bit. Not creepy, from little creepy, admittedly. Maybe. Very creepy. Just a tiny bit creepy. Uh, started checking out the stuff they did. Definitely check out their page. Um, and yeah, as as you can guess, they work mainly on UJMs. UJM. Universal Japanese motorcycles, right? That's your, that's your jam. Nope. 30 years of just strictly BMW motorcycles. Except for the past couple of weeks, you guys have just been building canoes and stuff, right? Yeah. Yes. I hear most of California is underwater. 
Yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm, you know, leading an underwater basket weaving class coming this uh, Saturday, so, you know. It was an above ground uh, basket <laughs> weaving class. Now we're submerged. <laughs> That's what that's right. Now, we, for 30 years, I've done nothing but BMW motorcycles. Wow. Yeah. Have that, you made a sidecar that floats? You know, that, Claude did that. That would yeah, be oh, a boat. You need to one up him. Can you make it a submersible? That's no. That's a lot of money and time. They're actually all submersible. It's just a question of whether you can come back up again. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Every sidecar from Box of Metal now available with submersible capabilities. <laughs> so how did Box of Metal get started? Um, yeah, we also, I mean, the biggest part of our business is doing custom BMW motorcycles from the 70s through the newer bikes. Mm, okay. Uh, cars has always been a passion. Um, we tend to do probably... Two to three sidecars to six or seven solo bikes a year. And so, so when you're doing solo bikes, I mean, you, you, taking a look at your site, there's a there's a definite move toward the kind of the the cool looking type of bike as opposed to like the full on restorals. Is that a deliberate choice, or is that just kind of like what people want? It's it's what the market it's uh, yeah it's what people want today. Um, okay. You know, the cafe racer scene's big. Um, scramblers are big. You know, off road mm-hmm. tires, kind of a street looking bike. Um, we're starting a movement called Urban Scramblers. You know, bikes that would be really good in a city with a lot of traffic, and then mm. the capability of going anywhere on the weekend. Mm-hmm. It's kind so of light, cool. fast, nimble. Yeah. But so, like, if I've got some old like R100, like those ones where the where the cylinders rub on the yep. ground with the ugly yep. like police uh, fairing, and I yep. wanted it restored, I could come to you and you could do that too. Yeah, we might have to talk about that police fairing though. Oh come on, the cop fairing. It's classic, man. It's a piece of history. I would, I would tend more towards something in purple metallic, like Purple Rain from Prince, than uh, <laughs> It's funny you say Purple Rain. <laughs> I, have a, I have a dark past with Purple Rain fairings. Dark and sordid past. So, okay, so you've got your start doing customized BMWs. Do you three sidecars? Now, do you make your own sidecars, or do you use uh, other sidecar companies and make the mounts and mount them up? Both. Both. Hmm. Yeah. What really makes depends. your sidecars different than other people's? Um, just our ability to do pretty much whatever they want. Um, submersible. Submersible. Well, <laughs> we, we got close to that. We with did torpedoes. one with, uh, with onboard air, onboard refueling, and an espresso maker. Oh, my God. Yes, I saw that on the site, the espresso maker. Where can I sign up for one of these? <laughs> I don't care if it takes up the entire sidecar in size. <laughs> hmm. So, you know, the, the BMW twins are called boxers, mm-hmm. and, our, and one of our slogans is, you know, thinking outside of the boxer. Mm-hmm. Although, although let, let's be honest. Do we get to make fun of that slogan? Can we? Do we? Oh, no. yes. Can they hear us? Yeah, they oh, can. Damn it. <laughs> let's be I honest, gave though. You the, the I've, got a, thing. I've got a BMW, and I'm going to mount an espresso machine to it. Uh, How far outside of the boxer is that, really? Yeah. That's not too far out at all. I thought there was a button on the newer BMWs that just did that. No. No. But now there can be. <laughs> Available today. Can you use the espresso uh, machine while the bike's in motion? Yes, if you could reach it. And hold on really tight. Yeah. In this case, it's uh, it's in an aluminum Zargus travel case uh-huh. pointing towards the back of the bike, so you can access it when you're off the bike. Ah, I see. Okay. Now, is this a, a sidecar rig bike or a solo bike? Sidecar rig, yeah. Okay. So could the, can you make it so that the sidecar... Monkey can easily be your barista. Sure, yeah, you could uh, you could turn everything around and have your uh, 
your espresso in front of you and your your passenger behind the the setup, definitely. Or just have your passenger hold on really tight and make you a espresso. All right. I do call them the monkey, right? I mean, you know, hey. Why do you say passengers, Rebecca? Passenger. It's just a flying monkey at that pa- point. Passenger. <laughs> so so now somebody brings a an old BMW into your shop, uh, an old boxer, and I presume you'll work on K bikes if they show up with them, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So they bring they bring an old BMW into your shop, and apart from cop fairing, what are you looking at to figure out what to do with it? I mean, I'm sure they have an idea in their head, but what are you looking for for what you restore, how you restore? What what are the dangers? What are the exciting things when you find old beamers? Well, with every customer, we do uh, an interviewing process. And because we don't do, we really don't do any local business. Our customers are all, all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll do, you know, emails and text messages and video chat um, to get an idea of what they want. Uh, and but the one thing we won't do is we won't copy somebody else's work. Sure. So, you know, Joe or Josephine Smith come to me and say, "Hey, I want you to build this bike that looks like Company X's bike." Mm. I go, well, we can give you the same look and feel, but I'm not going to copy their work. Sure. Yeah. That'd be sort of lame. Yeah, that would be. So you, I can't ask them to make me a Zeus so no. side bike? No. No. Mm-hmm. I can give you our version of it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just be and that's, what, you know, whatever, whatever our vision is to our customers, it's something that they seem to appreciate. So for the most part, we kind of get carte blanche to do what we want. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which, which brings up an interesting question. So the 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 stereotype when people think about you know a, a customized older bike is you know twenty something cool dude you know like me like really cool dude young. Um, what? Stop looking at me like that, Chuck. What? <laughs> why is he? Why is he looking? Stop it! Back stop judging. No let's judging. Just, no, wait. At twenty something? Okay, yeah. Well, anyway, young? I exaggerate. But so it's cool. wait. No, we're not done here. Cool. <laughs> He can dream. No, no, no. This is beyond that. This is thinking way outside the boxer. What? Zing. Was do I, do so, I have to pay a nickel for saying that? Yeah, I think so. You're gonna you're gonna send them a dollar now. But so so the stereotype is the twenty something. Thanks four times for saying it. Yeah. yeah. He's got a bill coming up right now. It's He's got one of those little clickers. Click click. But so, so the stereotype is the twenty-something who's going to look cool in front of all their twenty-something friends. Mm-hmm. Um, is that who's actually buying these things, or is it like more diverse? Yeah. Is it a different group completely? Um, it's a more professional crowd that likes that look and feel. Hmm. Old I think for builds, though, it's not the twenty-something crowd. But I think for buying parts from our web store, it's more the twenties crowds mm-hmm. of people doing stuff on their own. Oh, yeah, okay, that, that makes a degree of sense, because they want to do their custom thing, but, you know, making a fender is hard as crap. Right. Do you, so do, buy one. Do, you do work more on older bikes or newer bikes? Both. Like, is, there's Histori- not one? Historically, the older stuff. Okay. 2017, we're doing a lot more of the newer stuff. Hmm. And when you think newer stuff, I'm, cu- I'm curious where your cutoff for newer stuff is. I mean, like, water boxers, or... We did a sidecar on a water boxer. We're finishing up our second R90. Hmm. That'll be done this weekend. That one must be. Uh, I, I'm I'm surprised it's only your second one. I thought the whole. Although I guess again, the whole point of that is kind of people get it and customize it themselves, huh? 
Well, it's still, one, it's still a fairly new bike, mm-hmm. and two, you know, it's Rebecca in the shop part time, me here full time, and I've got occasional help. Um, plus, I've got a few very talented uh, fabricators that I sublet stuff out to. So, at the end of the day, you know, we're constantly six to eight months booked, mm-hmm. and you know, we're not turning over huge volume. What are you doing to the R90? The secret. Um, we did a gas tank. We did a gas tank seat, handlebars, um, instruments, foot pegs. Um, oh. The bike will be unveiled at the One Moto Show in Portland in three weeks. Like oh. I said, it's a secret. Yeah. Oh. That's not a yeah. great secret. So, well, he did. He did a tank and all those things. So, like this bike, <laughs> well, like the wheels are the same. She's that's, probably going yeah. to stab him later for this. No, no. It's just we're not giving details. I mean, every motorcycle has wheels in a tank. You just don't know what it looks like. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Back right up there. You have not heard all the classifieds we've done on this show. <laughs> okay. Do you see it? Turn your turn your video on. Yeah, we, oh, we, yeah. we got a picture. There, someone's put a she, hand. She's, I see a hand and some <laughs> leopard print or something. <laughs> That's the bike. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, I suspected it has wheels and a hand. It has a hand. The hand. It's hand. a hand bike. It's a maker, but it has a hand. <laughs> oh gosh, we can see the video of your shop now, and there's so many cool toys in there. Todd, yeah, there's a bunch of fun stuff. All right, you, videos going on. Todd is salivating. Yes, I want to I want to mess with all the toys, and it's just I just need to borrow the lathe for a minute. And it's sitting in the corner. Why are you looking at me when you say that? Well, you know, you are going to build that shop out behind your house. Well, yeah, but it's going to be a wood shop. I expect it. No, 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 no. Motorcycle shop. Put the woods, I don't know, somewhere else. <laughs> that sounds awfully personal. Make sure. <coughs> that's what she said. Make sure the door has a has a key code that I know. There's so many no's to what you've said. It's, it's going to be a wood shop. I, I, the motorcycles are in the garage. So so now Rebecca, do you uh, do you do the fabricating and the sticking things together too? Were you into it before you met Chris, or is it did you get it secondhand? Um, both. I oh. was, and I learned more along the eighteen years we've been together. Um, day oh. to day, if you ask me if I get my hands on it, no. If I'm needed, yes. I run all of our social media and that kind of thing, so I work mostly remotely. Mm-hmm. But if he needs me for something, I'm, you know, here with a smile and boots on, so. Mm-hmm. What do you guys ride? Uh, we have a 1972 R75-5. It was my first BMW from the 80s. Um, and then we have a 1967 BMW with a R100 motor and a 1954 Stibe S500 sidecar. And that's our shop truck. Mm. Oh, wow. Why do you like BMW so much? Uh, born and raised around Porsche, Volkswagen, BMW, Audi, that whole German mentality. Mm. I like the the look, the feel, the engineering, the thought behind the process, and yeah. So now let's say our listeners are going out and they're looking at a, an old BMW because they're they're around, but a mm. lot of people are really proud of their old BMWs. What what are the things that are kind of like the gotchas for the BMWs they need to be watching out for? Or the things that they should spot and like grab it immediately if they even if they have to fight someone for it? Um low miles is always good. You know, something with less than forty thousand miles on it mm-hmm. is always good. Um the problem is, you know, the bikes are forty and fifty years old now, so 
you know, has the timing chain been done? Has it had a valve job? Has it had a clutch? Have the wheel bearings been replaced? Have the steering head bearings been replaced? And on and on. And that stuff starts to add up pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking about taking a bike down to the frame and powder coating the frame and putting it back together, you know, you can easily add, you know, four to $6,000 in just fixing old stuff mm-hmm. and getting it back up to safe working order again. <laughs> I'm doing doing the math in my head. No, no, no. So the thousand the thousand dollar bike can can run away with you very quickly. You know, years ago I said you couldn't own a BMW for under thirty five hundred dollars, and I think today to have something that you can just get on and go and not second guess if it's going to break down, mm-hmm. I think you're pushing more like five grand. Oof. But at the same time, you know, what's a seven fifty four Honda sell for now? Uh, one that one that runs with a question mark at the end, you can get for under a grand, um, but you know, yeah. I think anymore seven, you know, late sixties, early seventies Hondas are three to five thousand. Oh no, you just, no, If you find a late sixties, early seventies Honda, you just run yeah. as far as fast as you can. <laughs> <laughs> if you find a late eighties, early nineties, maybe you're looking at it with suspicion. You're starting to see some of that stuff being customized. I, I yeah I've noticed that. It's, There's uh, some really cool builds coming out of 80s Japanese stuff now mm-hmm. and 90s and early 2000s. I mean heck I have a early 2000s Bandit as my pusher for my sidecar. Yeah, my good friend of mine in Arizona. That's that's his uh, his mode of transpose a Bandit with a sidecar. Yeah, I wouldn't say there's a whole lot customized about your Bandit right now, though. No, but no. you picked a good solid foundation. That was that was basically it. I bought a I bought an idiotic engine with a tube frame that was easy to mount a sidecar to. <laughs> the rest is window dressing. <laughs> and it's got a nice classic look to it. That for does. Modern. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we don't discriminate here. We like all motorcycles. Bring them all. And I'm just too dumb to for anything other than our BMW. <laughs> this one has. Has cylinders that don't come out the sides. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Fifteen thousand dollars later, they do. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds Free, about right. Fixed it. <laughs> Free service they offer. If you don't come in with a boxer, you'll leave with one. <laughs> and an espresso maker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was a Buell. So, so now the the Facebook indications were that were that you were up to some up to some no good collaborating with Claude. I'm curious if uh, any of the outcomes of that uh, are public knowledge yet or can be shared. Is that a secret? With our sure. listeners? I can share some of it with you. Um, Claude and I have spent a lot of time talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, we've shared comments and expressions on a couple of motorcycle forums relating to sidecars. Um, and we kind of think on the same, the same level on the same page, um, on how sidecars should be built. And over time, that kept growing. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to fly out and see you. So I got on a plane uh, just before Christmas and flew out there and spent a, a long weekend with him. And he didn't we, know you were there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Tapping on the window. <laughs> <laughs> Real quiet, like. Yeah, we had a great time, and Pennsylvania is a pretty amazing state. Um, so yeah, we uh, we continued talks that we'd had on the phone and via you know text messaging and emails over the last year and a half, and um, it wasn't until 
um, a phone conversation we had a couple weeks ago about furthering on a joint effort that I threw a wrench in it and said, what about X? And we both kind of lost our wits and went in that direction. And so we're working on a prototype sidecar frame right now that'll be possibly universal, um, but will really revolutionize suspension on sidecars. Ooh. I yeah. could use some revolutionizing. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Very cool. Again, thinking outside of the box. Err. <laughs> we don't have to pay if we just say err, right? Yeah. Well, well uh, that's double. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so Rebecca, Rebecca, correcting you actually, Ace, brings up a point I want to ask about. So, you guys have a very real social media and internet presence, and yours is extremely polished. I mean, like in the motorcycle world, it is, I would say, almost uniquely polished. Oh, um, thank you. You. How important do you feel like that is to your business? I mean, is that is that a core part of what you've got that keeps you going? Is it just something you really love doing? Well, it's big, we don't do any local business, so okay. and our customers come from all over the world. So without social media, I think it would be we'd have fewer choices of customers. Hmm. I I personally feel coming from an art background that it's really important. I keep making the joke that no one wants to see the model in makeup. With her hair getting ready, they want to see the mic, the model, you know, like in the bikini. Ready for the runway. Yeah, ready for the runway or in the bikini with her hair and her makeup done. And I and I try to bring that across with our bike builds of a finished product that's pretty. I our lives are so busy and we're going, going, going that you know the time that we actually spend interacting when I when I'm on social media, I want it to be a happy, positive thing and look pretty. Mm-hmm. So I try to present our business that way mm-hmm. so it's enjoyable for other people what's the farthest a customer has come for one of your stuff guatemala uh, i don't know we'd have to do google maps either maryland or guatemala okay yeah now do they ride it home to guatemala i let me think can you ride to guatemala originally the customer was going to ride it back to guatemala and um he had some medical issues and that could not happen so we oh, shipped it okay if you uh, if you follow Love Riders on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, you'll see them riding Tiffy around, which is a R100 that we built them, yeah, and it, it's a scrambler. Okay. But they came out and visited us. We actually did a. If you go to Vimeo and look at Boxer Metal, we did a video in Spanish. Oh, I think nice. it's on Facebook yeah. as well. Yeah. Well, can you give an idea of what like an average budget someone should have when they approach you for a project? A million dollars. <laughs> All the money. <laughs> An average, a, a build that we're actually completely disassembling the bike and putting it back together and adding some custom touches is generally in the mid-20s to low-30s. Mm-hmm. That, that's something that's important for people to know. Because when I talked to Claude that first time, and yeah. he sent me back the estimate of what mm-hmm. I was asking for, mm-hmm. I about died. You did, in fact, check all the boxes, though. <laughs> I know. Claude made new boxes for you I to had, check. No, well, there was no box for the espresso maker. Well, that's true. <laughs> but I it just I had I had no idea going into it what that could all entail. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sidecars can be more expensive. I mean, sidecars can be in the 50s and 60s. <laughs> Whoa. Well, you, you think of what it would cost you to build or import a Zeus. I mean, that's, yeah. it's astronomical. 
And the, the, look at look at how much time I spent in the garage. We're taking the customer's thoughts and dreams and turning it into a reality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's we don't. If it's something fun and cool and exciting, the answer is always yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that brings up an interesting question. So, if something fun and cool and exciting, and you're not 100 percent sure how you're going to do it, is the answer still yes? Yes. <laughs> it just takes time and money. Have you have you had any of those recently? You can tell us about where you you were you were. I'm going to do this. Uh oh. The espresso I'm, I'm going to do this. Um. Well, I have one right now that I finished doing most of the design work for, and we're building a sidecar with an inner cage in it and um, four point harnesses for the for the couple's kids. Told you that was a good idea. Okay, yeah, yeah fair enough. You're all like, no, Sophie doesn't need a four-point harness. You can't stay in the sidecar. What the bike roll is better if she gets ejected. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Our kids grew up with a full cage and and four-point harnesses and all the proper gear and helmets and mm-hmm. that just in case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until they were, you know, large enough to hold on and weight enough. Right. Hmm. What was the genesis of the idea of an espresso maker on a bike? So an old friend of mine asked me to build him this R1150GS adventure sidecar rig for a recovery vehicle for Rawhide Tours. Oh. So we built it with onboard air that's removable, wait, onboard feeling. Wait, 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 wait. Rawhide? <laughs> you need it. <laughs> I made a bike with an espresso machine for ride. <laughs> and and it had had the capability of an injured or worn out passenger to get in and out of the sidecar comfortably. And have a and coffee. And the bike back to camp. Makes sense. So we built all that. And then lastly, the customer contacted me and he said, I've got this idea. I don't know what you're going to think, but I really want to do this. And I go, you can't surprise me. And he goes, I want an espresso maker. So I bought an aluminum Zargus case. Wait, wait, were you surprised? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Rawhide is the outfit with the giant espresso trailer that, yeah, that yeah. they bring to places. So. Well, apparently they have the espresso sidecar now, too. <laughs> I kind of like that idea, the sag wagon with espresso in it. I could, I could get behind that. needs a wine chiller as well to go with rawhide wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. That'll be phase three, maybe. <laughs> they have a separate wine sidecar. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's kind of cool, actually. And then now, when I was done, I went down to our local craft brewery bar that we spent time at, and they had a really good chocolate stout on tap. And I was thinking, God, that'd be so good with an espresso in it. So I walked outside. <laughs> During that hour, I made six of them. <laughs> There's a new business idea here. <laughs> we need to get one of these. Then we can just drive around. <laughs> I don't know. I still like the ice cream sidecar better. The ice cream sidecar? Mm-hmm. You can actually buy into a franchise for that. You're kidding me. Mm-mm. For the ice cream sidecar? Yeah. I mean, we saw the one guy selling I'm st- his. I'm still, I'm still, I, I'm, yeah, I, I'm in like that there's more than one. <laughs> yeah, there was a franchise a couple of years ago. I don't know if it's still around. Franchise for the espresso sidecar. Mm. Yeah. Espresso at one end, ice cream at the other. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Did you say espresso at one end, ice cream at the other? <laughs> he did. That sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> sounds I was so dirty. <laughs> I'm not having a. I'm having a rough night. 
Big old stripper pole right in the middle. <laughs> Melted ice cream everywhere. <laughs> stripper pole on the sidecar, how much? <laughs> I'd almost do that for free. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! You can see why my my estimate of Claude was so high. <laughs> yeah, I can see I can see how this all happened. Huh. I can I can see the the, the thing the, the stuff forming. So has anyone ever come to you with an idea that was so crazy you just couldn't do it? No. <laughs> Stripper bowl on the sidecar. See, I, I I guarantee he's already in his head. He's got he's got the triangles drawn. He's like. Oh. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. We can do it. The legs that fold down to balance it out. Yeah. Yeah. Plot little folding stage. I like this idea. This idea has legs. Long Yours legs. Help do camera work with a sidecar. So we had a. We take the body off and put a flat a flat platform on it with speed railing and a bass boat seat and a setup for a steadicam. And we'd go film bicycle racing and foot races and. Oh, that's way cool. Neat. I've been placed in San Francisco on a sidecar that. People, cars don't go. Bicycles don't even go. Have you done work on Urals? Um, not really. We're set up as a Ural. We just got set up as a Ural service center. Mm-hmm. Um, I like them a lot. I think they've come a long way. I did some work with Ural when they first came to the U.S. back in the '90s, um, with helping them with parts mm-hmm. uh, for homologation for the U.S. Um, but that's about it. I'm hoping that sometime this summer that we'll go up to Washington and get a chance to go out and I want to take a two wheel drive and see what I can, what sort of trouble I can get into with it. Uh, let's just look out for hills. Ah, it's fair, slow. fair, fair warning. <laughs> I've got about a quarter of a million miles on sidecars and probably 30,000 of that in the dirt. Mm-hmm. I've done Alaska twice. Oh, wow. Hmm. And then uh, the end of February, we're starting a new build for ourselves of an R1150, Ooh. and it'll be actually it'll kind of be the first Scrambler sidecar outfit that'll go anywhere. What I've seen. So would you say that the 1150 is an ideal platform for the sidecar then? <sighs> yeah, and for a custom BMW. Now, what 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 is it that makes it that? I'm curious because you know the 1200s are. You know, everybody's like, oh, 1200 is such an improvement over the 1150. But then I've heard that before. Everyone who customizes is like, no, no, 1150. They're just solid and simple. You know, even though they're fuel injected and so forth, it's still super reliable mm-hmm. and just good stuff. Hmm. Okay. Um, we're, doing, we're doing this 1150 sidecar for ourselves, and then we have a customer in North Carolina that just bought an R1150 Rockster. Mm-hmm. Turning that in an urban scrambler. Ooh, neat. That's gonna be put, cool looking. Put spoke wheels on it. Mm-hmm. Um, eighteen inch, seventeen inch front. No, eighteen inch front, seventeen inch rear. That'll be fun. Why are you doing the mongoose? I'm, I'm doing. The, I'm doing the weird hat. I'm trying to. I'm trying to picture the rockster's like weird quasi futuristic top end with big old Hard spoke wheels, wheels underneath it. Well, we're we're getting rid of the instruments, the headlight, or making a new gas tank and seat. It's, okay. Yeah, it's going to be a scrambler, so it's going to be okay. stripped down. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, because the normal Rockster is like Jetsons kind of looking. Right. Yeah, and we're going to murder the thing out. Everything is going to be dark, flat colors. Nice. Yeah. The easier to clean the dirt off of. Or not care. 
I've heard the, the the flat black gets harder to clean the dirt off of, uh, or it just gets dirtier more apparently. Well, we did a we did a bobber for a customer in the Bay Area, and uh, we did the gas tank and the front fender in flat black, and uh, we just found the right product for cleaning. You know, there's a couple companies that make a spray-on cleaner that don't don't have a silicone base in it, so it still leaves it flat, but it cleans it and it doesn't scratch it. Oh, nice. Hmm. And a couple of years later, it still looks pretty darn good. Cool. So yeah. do you guys do your own paint, or do you go out for paint? We go out for paint. I, I painted years ago, and never again. <laughs> <laughs> he knows enough about paint, and now he doesn't want to paint. No, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> Now I've restored cars and painted motorcycles, and yeah, I leave that to people who do that for a living. <clears throat> so now, how did you guys get your start with motorcycles? What were, what were your first bikes? You mentioned an '80s BMW. Is there, you actually still have your first, don't you? Yeah, I do. Wow, it's sitting in the office. I pull it out regularly and ride it. So Rebecca, what about you? Do you have your first ride lying around still? I ride in the sidecar. Oh, okay. I'm short. I have little legs. That doesn't we mean have, you have to... We actually designed a bike for Rebecca that will probably start winter 2018. Uh, and again, it's completely out there. But it's something that has lots of power. She'll be able to start it, ride it, stop it, and be comfortable on it. It's very. It'll be very much me. Yeah. Will it have an espresso machine? No. No. No, that, that you lost me. Yeah. No, no espresso machine. No, nothing. It's very simple. Yeah. No what frills. No. What would it take to put a slurping machine on a bike? Seems mm. to be just like an espresso machine. I don't know. Sounds like a lot of weight. Yeah, and a lot of red or blue. <laughs> I like the Coca-Cola flavor. <laughs> now, this is, oh, the, way, the, the way you say red and blue. <laughs> that wasn't the red, flavor. a color. <laughs> now I've got thousands and thousands of miles riding in the sidecar. Okay. I'm a good passenger. Cool. Good monkey, not one of those monkeys who sits still. Chris, just, you know, cough once if she's a good monkey. <laughs> she's a passenger. I'm not a monkey. I'm a good passenger. Oh, okay. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so she's reading a book. <laughs> or knitting. Or knitting. Or knitting. Oh God, I'm glad my wife's not the only one who does that. My sidecar looks like a knitting, a knitting room some days. <laughs> so w- yeah. would you say your wife is a is a passenger or a monkey? I, uh, she won't hear this oh. passenger. <laughs> <laughs> that you do not get to hit me on the helmet anymore and say lean. Oh, monkey. you! I get to hit on the helmet. <laughs> no, all day and all. No. No. Lead monkey. No. It's good for you. I'm going to have my Slurpee. So so what uh, what do you guys have uh, coming up, coming in the hopper that you're really excited about? Well, this R9T that will get finished up this weekend, yeah. and that will go to the One Moto Show in Portland, yeah. and then we're doing uh, an R100 Cafe Racer that is completely over the top as far as detail work. Um, and that will go to the One Show as well. And then... Uh, God, the rest of the year, we've got a bike for the BMW MOA, which is the largest BMW club in America. We're doing our their second, <clears throat> we're doing the second sweepstakes bike we've done for them. Mm-hmm. So somebody can win that bike. It's a 1974 R90S. 
lots uh, of projects. Couple and there are a couple sidecar builds. And yeah, we're doing a brand stuff. new Triumph 2017 Triumph Bonneville with a sidecar. Ooh, um, that's what I was thinking of doing. Was, was mm-hmm. the yeah. Now the the bikes, other bikes you're taking to the show are those client bikes, or are you building them for the show and then selling them Cli- after? Yeah, client bikes. Okay. Yeah. I don't have a lot of time to build stuff for ourselves, other than the twin turbo bike. The Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All the boxes got checked on that one. You haven't seen pictures of that? I, I clearly I'm gonna need to go look he again. He, no, he hasn't. Well, I just have a single to, turbo to, bike. <laughs> Google and type in uh, boxer metal turbo. I'm just gonna have to go look at this. So so <laughs> tell Tell our listeners as they're all tech as they're all checking <laughs> on their cell phones Googling and crashing right into things. <laughs> um, tell tell our listeners what came how a twin turbo boxer metal came about. Someone called uh, up and said, "I want a twin turbo bike." <laughs> <laughs> this, okay. Um, Holy crap! We were invited to the One Moto Show in Portland uh, just before Christmas of last year. And the only finished bike we had in the shop was the Scrambler for the couple in Guatemala. Mm-hmm. And that was due to be shipped out before the show. And it was a week before Christmas. And, you know, being wintertime, money was a little tight. And I asked Rebecca what she wanted to take to the One Moto show. And she said, well, let's take our sidecar rig. And I'm like, nah, I had to take something really different, even though that thing's very different looking. And uh, I go, give me a day or two turned out to be an evening and I grabbed a piece of paper and a pencil and sketched out this twin turbo rigid frame R100 and uh, literally built out a stuff we had lying around the shop. And he said, we have seven weeks till the show. Do you think we can do it? It's going to be a lot of work, a lot of late nights. I said, just do it. So we built this bike in seven weeks. Wow. That is a beautiful bike. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's intense. Now, now, did you do the twin turbo? Because that was actually easier on the boxer? Because then you could just sort of have one on each side? Or does that make it harder to get them? I don't know if you sync turbos. I don't know how that works. Um, I'd seen in Europe that single turbos were coming, becoming popular on BMWs. And I figured if somebody can do one, we can do two. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just there to tell everybody else who had the single turbo. More is like, better. Chumps. America. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Take that. that. That's a that's an awesome looking bike. Do you still have this bike? It's on display in Sacramento, California, at a, a motorcycle boutique and service shop called the Vintage Monkey. Is there a lot of security at the Vintage Monkey? Oh yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Wow. No, okay, so I got I gotta ask. Looking at this, I mean, clearly it's got a drag tire on the back. So this is. Uh, Let's say let's say Chuck does go in and gets through security. How how's the twin turbo bike gonna be on the road? I mean, is it's it? It's not on the road. <clears throat> yeah. It was it was originally built just as a show bike, mm-hmm. and then secondly, um, it's we're close to finishing it up for the track. The fuel injection's done. Mm-hmm. Some of the mapping is done for the fuel injection. Um, I just don't have any time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole, the whole cobbler's kids don't have any shoes or whatever that saying yeah. is. The plumber's pipes leak, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So yeah. on and so forth. Wow. The motorcycle customizers, motorcycle 
doesn't customize. He he just no. buys a Honda and no. a Honda Ruckus scoots around on that. No, customers come first. Yeah. Wow. I I don't know if I'd say that looking at this bug. Yeah. Listeners, go look at this bug. It's completely. Chaos. It was voted number in the top ten for pipe burn and for bike brewers online. It was in multiple multiple magazines. Magazines worldwide throughout it's, the year. It's one of the high-photographed motorcycles in 2016. Wow. And, you know, looking at the way the pipes are built, the name Pipe Burn may be appropriate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Yeah. That's that turbo of yours, Chuck? It's cute. I mean, I'm just saying, they have two turbos. Mine won't burn any parts of me. Sure, but, you know. Uh, how is this bike below 2,000 RPM? I don't know. Because <laughs> mine dies. <laughs> Such is the life. You check the box to keep it running below 2,000 RPMs. Just, you know, so it stays running at lights. That's it's, that's the important thing. <laughs> the drag bike was made to do a quarter of a mile and be shut down. Oh, okay. okay. So run it for 10 seconds, turn it off. Turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. Why? <laughs> Wait, oh. you, you sure it's going to need a whole 10 seconds? No. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't seem likely. Uh-uh. <laughs> Man, that's, that's the time to like reach up for the key. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, All right well, go check these guys out at boxermetal.com. This is a uh, this is way cool stuff. Chris and Rebecca, thanks so much for being on with us tonight. Thanks for having thanks, us. Guys. Yeah, hey, thank it. you. I want a bike with a beehive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could fit. I think the espresso maker I might get more use out of. Bees are endangered. We got to do our part. Right, yes. A clearly. side hive. Mm-hmm. A bike with a side hive. A side hive, yeah. <laughs> Never slow down, ever. Why didn't you stop? I couldn't. Why? Because bees. Bees wait for no one. Bees! <laughs> bees! Not the bees. Hey, Chuck, do you want to go for a ride today? <laughs> no. Come on! No! Put on my beekeeper suit. <laughs> I'm ready. This isn't so bad. <laughs> The stinging is like hugs. I'm, I'm interested to see, though, what Chris and Claude come up with for the uh, the suspension. Their secret project? Yeah, well, because, I mean, the, the reality of the situation is sidecar suspension. You've got trailing link or occasionally leading link suspension or torsion bar suspension. Mm-hmm. Torsion bar and trailing link are both kind of like... Now, both options. of those developed after the bike, right? Those were... First you have your bike, and then you develop a suspension to go on that to support the sidecar. Uh, no, no, those are both those are both the actual suspension of the sidecar itself. But I mean, they were were they did they come? What came first, chicken or egg? Was it the motorcycle, and then you? No, this, the style of suspension was there first. But okay. it was you know like the the like trailing link you see on like uh, like wagons, uh, like like trailers and okay. kind of shit. Basically, it's it's a it's not great for its speed. The dynamics of it are not. Okay, because I got the sense that since they were going to start with just the frame mm-hmm. and go from the ground up, mm-hmm. that it was just going to be something completely unique. Oh, I think so. I think whatever they're going to do is going to be... burp on me. Maybe. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're so disgusting. <laughs> I think I think whatever they're going to do is going to be very unique. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. interested to see, though, if it has some good dynamics. Remember, remember Claude's background. Yes. Claude's background is funny cars. Um, you know... How fast do you want to go? And how idiotically fast do you want to go around the corners? We can make a car that will do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it will look very strange. But um, it's there. <laughs> but it's there, and it works. 
you know. All so right. there's, I, I'm, I'm really interested to see what they come out with. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a while since we talked to Claude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might be time again. Yeah, have see if he can make the submersible. I'm telling you, anyone can make the submersible. It's the the unsubmersing that's the tricky part. <laughs> well, I would that would be a checkbox on the future I would, list. I would hazard a guest, a guess, hazard a guest, hazard that guest. I, I would hazard a guess that just about everyone on sidecars, either of them produces, is submersible. I unless I'm, the trunk is like really full of floats, in which case not so much. I would check the box on the feature list that says must come back, must come back up, <laughs> must come back, must not kill passenger. <laughs> Uh, that's that's gonna because now okay now in my head you know what's stuck in my head Mm -hmm. the confederate submarine Mm -hmm. you remember that thing from the civil war Mm -hmm. they they had submarines yeah yeah Yeah. i want one that comes back up (laughs) i don't want one where they they find me a hundred years later to put me in a museum (laughs) (laughs) and this is the man we found inside It's estimated that he was the biggest idiot around. <laughs> We're not sure why he took his pants off near the end. <laughs> but it's clear that he did. It's, it's suspicious the way he had his hands posed. <laughs> this, this exhibit is not child safe. <laughs> I, I, I just see you. I'm going to be found by archaeologists in 100 years. <gasps> Quick, got to get in a dirty bus. <laughs> No, no. I would just be like, well, running out of air, running out of everything. Better make the most of it. (laughs) One one last time. (laughs) For good time's sake. You know, what the hell? Go out with a smile. Go out with a smile. If I gotta go, this Mm -hmm. is how I'm going. (coughs) Strangely, the bike was still found to have fat beats available in the sidecar. (laughs) As soon as they opened the hatch. (laughs) Because uh, I would be the worst person to have in a disaster movie. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be the guy crying. I wouldn't be the guy screaming. I wouldn't be the guy scheming. I wouldn't be the clever engineer. Yeah. I'd be the guy just like, well, this is how I'm going up. We're done here. We're going to die, guys. Sylvester Stallone be like, follow me. We're going to climb up the tunnel and get the... Nope. <laughs> you, get, you go on. <laughs> go on. I'll guard the... I got business. Guard the door. I got business. I got. Oh, did you see what I posted on my Facebook a couple of days ago? No. So in the course of unpacking, mm-hmm. I found a box with my old jazz drive. Oh, my. and like six or seven one gig jazz discs. <laughs> and the jazz drive was full of. I am relatively confident at least one of those things is full of nothing but 90s porn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 90s porn. I'm pretty sure. Either (laughs) porn or, you know, like either full-out movies or just pictures. Just a gig of dirty pictures. I'm, I need to see if I can dig up a SCSI card and get the thing plugged in somewhere. <laughs> Got a daisy chain through three things. Here we go. We're going to see what's on the... <laughs> it was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. It's a naked picture of Madonna. When she looked good. Wow. All right. <laughs> Clicking on... Oh, God! Huh, honey, look, you, better, you better step out for a minute. Mistakes <laughs> were made. Zip. <laughs> the jazz drive. Can't let this go to waste. I don't, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's weirder the fact that you have a jazz drive full of porn, or the fact that you have a jazz drive. 
<laughs> which, you, which you saw fit to put in a box. Like, whatever was on there was important enough. You're like, I have these jazz drives. I will put them into a box, and then I will move them from multiple houses mm-hmm. until it is the 21st fucking century. Mm-hmm. And I have a jazz drive. Yeah, they, they came from San Diego. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Bizarre. Uh, you know? I, I I remember thinking at the time I was hot shit because mm-hmm. I had a jazz removable drive. one gig drive. Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I could just put all the porn on. <laughs> yeah, the rest of us just had the zip drive, you know. Right, zip drive. 100, 100 meg zip drive. Yeah. Everybody asshole has one of those. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, when I started college, that was like, they were like, you should get a zip drive because then you can carry all your files around. Yeah. All the computers at the school are equipped with them three years later. They're like, hey, Llewell. <laughs> <laughs> Zip what? <laughs> yep, I'm like, well, I got this. <laughs> I hold all the things, all the porn. Who wants to watch some porn? What have you learned tonight, Chuck? I watched a lot of porn in the '90s. I think everybody watched a lot of porn in the '90s, Chuck. It was a new idea. I, I learned this is a, this is yet another sad day mm. for, for people who are Buell fans. Yes, indeed. It's just. Uh, I mean, that's how it goes. I've learned that I'm not going to sign up to buy a bike for any company you put a deposit down on. <laughs> Arguably, I killed EBR because I tried to buy one. Again. Again. But this one, I, I actually put money down. Mm, this mm. time, I was actually... You're helping. I was so excited. Mm-hmm. I had a plan. Mm-hmm. Shelly was in on the plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was going to follow me here mm-hmm. while I was on the bike. Mm-hmm. And I was going to... Get you to come out because I was having trouble with my bike. Mm-hmm. Just to see the look on your face. Just to see me go, Yee! Yep. Oh, man. That's elaborate. It would have been awesome. I would have been awesome. And then seconds later, I zip. <laughs> <laughs> How did you mount a jazz drive on a <laughs> doesn't even make sense. I talked to the folks at Boxer Metal. <laughs> uh, I, I've learned, I've, I've, uh, I've learned that that was an awesome plan, and I'm really sad it's not going to happen. I'm so sad. And that's all we got time for this week. Week time? I don't remember. How, how do I do? How do I podcast? How, how, that's all we got time for. And that's all we got time for this week. Until next time, I'm Todd and I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next time. We're professionals. We're good at this. We're good at this. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheelnerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent. Oh, wow. Okay. Leading tech. Yeah, it was, there was, words were said, very gentle words. Did okay. you say bleeding heck? I did. You say things like that? Shh. Focus. I thought, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go.